Buckle up. It's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. What are you seeing like going forward in the space? What gets you excited about marketing this year? Yeah. So is your audience and do you guys focus more on PNC or do you do much with like life, health, annuities, retirement, that type of stuff? I would say we're split. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more of <laughs> PNC, but we do have life and health. We've interviewed Cody Askins and, and uh, David Dufort have both been on it. And I'm sure I, you're on YouTube. So you've seen both of those gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of thinking that you guys were more PNC. So really most of my clients that I work with are life and retirement, Medicare and health. And, and this might be a good discussion to have with you guys is because one of the things I've been working on that really excites me is using funnels to bring people to you rather than just creating like typical type leads that you then have to outbound work. You have to outbound call. You have to use like automation in order to get those people to work. So I like to use video and funnels to bring people to me. But what we're seeing is that cost per appointment is between like 40 all the way up to $140. So whenever I talk to a PNC agent, especially ones that only focus on like auto and maybe home, there's not enough margin for that type of advertising to work. What are your thoughts on that? Right. Does that sound accurate? Well, I think I, it depends. It depends on what that acquisition cost is at the end. If that appointment is going to result in 50% of the time being closed business, I mean, I'd pay 80 bucks acquisition all day long. I will pay mm-hmm. 250 but if it, you only close 5% of those appointments, then it's not going to work, right? Then you have an $800 acquisition cost. Too much. Too much. Well, I think it's also the type of policy it is, right? The life and health is more of an emotional kind of policy, right? Where the PNC policy is more of a, hey, I have to do this. It doesn't really fulfill that same kind of need. Yeah. It's more of an so argument. It's more of a chase. Yeah. So it's like more of like a commodity type of beginning. Not so right. much down the funnel, but the beginning is where the beginning of like life and health is more of a pull at the heartstrings kind of thing. Yeah, I agree with that. I think everybody enters that like you can't start a PNC funnel by telling them that you bring all this value and it's better to pay more. Right. You have to meet them and just like, hey, I mean, look at every billboard. You know that all the big carriers have spent a lot of money on market research to determine that everybody thinks it's a commodity. Right. In fact, I think the lizard and the and flow both have spent billions of dollars to tell everybody that it's a commodity. Right. And so that's what captive carriers and even independents who are selling multiple different for different carriers have to combat. Right. But you still have to get them in the funnel. So when you get them in, it's this, hey, we're going to save you some money. And then you slow it down and, and you have a different conversation as you progress through. I read some marketing books where they were saying where you can't create desire. Right. Desire is already there. How do you tap into that? And really, the desire of most of the PNC isn't a desire for more coverage because then you'd have to train them from square one. They're so far from knowing that part to take a cold audience and get them to create the desire of more coverage. I mean, you can't scale that, but the desire usually at the beginning of that funnel is a price based conversation. So I think that's the only way that is the desire at the beginning. That's what you have to tap into. That's a tough one. 
I think very rarely yeah. does that call start with, hey, I was shopping around for higher policy limits. Like that just doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm looking for a better deal. Like that's how 99.9% of the things say, hey, I want higher policy limits in an umbrella. Is that something you can help me with? Like it just, they don't know what an umbrella is. They don't know what their coverage limits are. They think they have full coverage well, they and they have state they minimum. Yeah. Well, yeah, they know what the one that protects you from the rain is, but not the <laughs> other one. I hope. <laughs> well, I mean, if they don't, then you're really in for it. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, it's good to know because, I mean, as far as like those appointments, they close so much more. My clients tell me that they like them better than referrals. But what you said makes a lot of sense though, right? Because in life and health and retirement, like we put them through a 10 to 15 minute video before they book an appointment. That's because we, we want to talk. We want to talk about emotion. We want to get them emotionally invested. We want to talk about some benefits and things like that. Rarely ever are we talking about price. But with PNC, I don't even know if they want to sit through a 10 to 15 minute video, at least not at the beginning. And so it's definitely interesting. Yeah. Like, That's interesting. On the life side, do they like if, okay, you get the lead, they come through, you're talking to them or whoever is talking to them, right? To start a conversation, do the exploration, create the rapport, all that stuff. And then they do the presentation is a common objection. Well, okay, I'm going to go talk to a few more life agents and then I'll make a decision. Like, is that something that comes up or is that pretty rare? Pretty rare because most of what I teach is to try and like find a hook that doesn't revolve around life insurance, right? So most people that go through these type of funnels, we don't use Google search ads as a traffic source because those people are too hot. They're too problem aware. They don't want to sit through a 10 to 15 minute video either. So um, if somebody's like literally looking for life insurance for life insurance sake, then they might have that objection. But most of the time, like when we're bringing people in, we're trying to find a hook. We're trying to find a pain that they haven't thought of, right? So it's using like cash value, life insurance as a retirement vehicle, or it's using like non-ACA health insurance for people that are healthy or make too much money to get subsidies for health insurance. So it's finding these different ways. And it's also focusing, I teach all of my people I work with and my philosophy is just really niching down. And I believe in niching down in a way that most insurance agents aren't familiar with. Most insurance agents, when they think of niching, they think of product, right? They're going to niche by final expense or Medicare or PNC. But at the end of the day, even inside of those product niches, there's so many different levels of people, right? And so somebody that's been making like a million dollars a year for the last 40 years compared to somebody making like 30K per year for the last 40 years, those people are going to respond vastly different to different advertisements. And so what I like to do is I like to focus on creating your own blue ocean, coming up with your own way to niche people together, clusters of people that have similar pain points based on the insurance that you want to sell them or the financial product that you want to sell them, and then become the expert with those types of people. And then you can sell multiple different policies too, which gives you a longer lifetime value. Love that. Yeah. What are they seeing on the, as a close ratio on those? Because they're obviously pretty teed up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's tough to give like a number because there's, they, they vary so differently between agent with their sales ability. But like one of my best guys, he closes like 60 to 70%. 
but he was also doing like 50% with appointments that he had as appointment setter bringing in. So he's just a really good closer. I would say like an ab- more average number is like 25 to 30 closer. Not bad. No, especially cool. like when you consider a lot of these people come from having to call 50 leads and get a hold of five of them and then maybe, or get a hold of 10. Like, close rates are a lot lower on those, but then you also have to call through so many of them. So right. we let the technology do that work for the agents. You got to. It's 2021. <laughs> right. It's true. Yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. The amount of people that are still out there using a spreadsheet and knocking on doors. I've never made a video. And yeah, <laughs> so much stuff they're missing out on. So what would you, the agents that are, have the most success, what are some of their characteristics that stand out to you? Yeah, that's a really good question. So as far as characteristics, I would say outgoing being open. They don't have to be great on camera. They don't have to be great on audio coming in, but they need to be willing to learn and understand that like people don't want to just watch dull boringness. Like they want your personality into it. And it doesn't have to be like a specific personality. You just have to be excited about what you're talking about. So someone that's like not afraid to learn those things. And then ultimately I think like the two really characteristics that are very important to success. First one is discipline. So someone that can actually sit down to work and get some stuff done and do it over and over and over again. And then somebody that won't give up because as an entrepreneur, the only thing that's guaranteed is you're going to have problems. And so your ability to persevere and push through them is absolutely necessary if you're going to be an entrepreneur. So true. You have to be ready for constant problems. And I think it, once something goes really well, it's like, okay, it's coming, right? Because it is just a cycle up and down. Yeah. And I love what you said about enthusiasm too, because nobody connects with just dull, especially with a subject that the vast majority of the public finds extremely boring. So you do have to sexy it up with some really good tonality and fast tempo or not fast tempo, but you know, upbeat, you have to be upbeat. Like we train our teams that way. We train all the telemarketers. Like it is just nonstop. The focus is on how you've got to be excited because ain't no way the person on the other end of the phone is going to get excited about this insurance. If you aren't bringing the heat, and, and you just have to be fired up. Love it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't expect them to be more excited than you. Like, that will never happen. So you have to be up here if you want them to be here. And then right. yeah, the other thing, I like that you said that, like, upbeat tone, because I think a lot of the people, especially with Medicare agents or people who their demographic is older, they have this tendency to just slow down and talk to them like three-year-olds. And especially in video, they hate that. Like they don't want to sit through you just like super slowly going through the words. And maybe some of them might have hearing issues, but still like they appreciate upbeat and excitement too. A lot of people Mm. just don't. Yeah. Love it. Well, first off, where can people go to learn more about what you do before we. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, my website's probably going to be the easiest place. It's insuranceadvertisingmasters.com. And then 
I've been a little bad about it this year, putting out YouTube videos. But if you type in Justin Thomas Insurance on YouTube, I'll come up on there. And I'm planning to put a lot more content out. So I really enjoy putting out YouTube videos. It's just easy to get caught up in the business side of things, as I'm sure you guys realize. And so making content a commitment is something I need to work on. But yeah. You got to you got to put that on the calendar and make it happen because it's so easy to get caught up on all the other stuff. And it's the most fun. And that's the best part. Exactly. That's, that's why, why we, we made a virtual Craig and that's what you see here. It's Yeah, this is not even me. Craig. It's, no. <laughs> it's a robot. It's time, yeah. It's amazing CGI. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> With AI. So, well, great, man. Thank you so much for coming on podcast. Awesome to have you. Some great knowledge nuggets and uh, folks can, uh-oh, Jason's I got one finger. last question. Oh, yeah. well, fire away, buddy. I would have to ask, what is the number one piece of advice you'd give to any insurance agent, either coming into the industry or somebody who's been in the industry that wants to kickstart this whole social media craze that all the kids are talking about. Mm. Yeah. Great kids question. talking about it. Um, <laughs> it should be. First thing is don't be afraid of social media and understand that if you want to continue to compete for the next 10 years, you have to embrace it. And the second thing is understand traffic and your goal needs to be with everything, getting all of these different mediums of traffic into a place where you own it, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you just have a huge following on one platform, or even it doesn't even have to be huge, regardless, if you have a following on one platform, if you start to get views and things like that, you don't necessarily own that traffic. It could disappear any day with an algorithm change. So understanding things that are true assets, like an email list, figuring out a way to convert these views into actual emails that you own. And then also some other good assets that I see right now are having a podcast, having a YouTube channel, or a Facebook group. Because these are all things that you have a lot more control of that rather than just posting to social media, because those are very, very heavily regulated and controlled by the algorithms. Whereas these other things, they tend to have a longer shelf life. So focusing on the things that are truly going to help you in the long term of your business and ignoring the other shiny stuff a little bit. That Leverage. is great yes. stuff. That is good stuff. No, it's true to look at it that way because I do see this is that people f get in that mode of, hey, I'm just going to post videos and just whatever, right? Just like pictures and this and that. And it only goes out to like a small fraction of their friends and it's not even going out to anybody else. And it's like, what a waste of I mean, you do need to leverage the tools that those social media platforms have given us to build our own audiences. I love that. Yeah, exactly. Cool, man. JT went the distance, especially after all the technical difficulties and craziness. Yep. Man, the chance of COVID. <laughs> That's true. That's mm -hmm. true. There's, there's a chance. There is. So thank you, JT. That was awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to have you. Man. Great to meet you. You're an officer and a gentleman. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It was a pleasure being on. Yeah. We'll see you down the road. Sounds good. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. 
Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will, it's live, and it will show you the process. The entire process mm. is super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now, live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get yep. to talk to them? Yeah, which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. I'm Greg, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure, live. I'm into it too. It's going to be well, awesome. And it's a it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator, sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents. This is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's okay. 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.